0: All right, start the show. Okay,
1: party people in the house. Hey, guys, it's Michelle Taylor-Willis, and thanks again for tuning in to According... Hey, guys, it's Michelle Taylor... It's Michelle Taylor-Willis, back at you.
0: It's According According to
1: to Michelle Michelle Radio with Michelle Taylor Willis. Willis. What's up? What's up? What's up? Happy Wednesday. Hello. Nice. Everybody out there in radio land. Welcome to According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis. It is Wednesday at 4 p.m. That means your life is about to be changed. Forever. Par moi. That means... By me.
0: Thank you. Because I was like, well, what does that mean? Par moi. Well, you know what, moi. Is that that two languages? Two languages. Is that two words or one?
1: That's two. Par moi.
0: Okay, it sounds so smooth like one.
1: Right, because I speak French so smoothly. Par moi. Okay. No, French does make it seem like everything's just all run together. I hate
0: to say when I see, you know, because subtitles. When I see the English version and then, you know, this French or Spanish version, it just looks like it's shorter. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because You're like, the, that can't mean the yeah, same thing. Yeah, all that can't mean the yeah. same exact thing. So. It's kind of
1: like when you see the letters, I don't know, or the drawings, I don't know what you call them, in, in Mandarin. And it's oh, like- Oh, yeah, the, the Like, hello, Mandarin, yeah, I just woke up this morning is like three of those. And you're like- mm, <laughs> Ain't no way. Ain't no way. The, oh, <laughs> man. What's up? Let me give a special shout out to everybody on iHeartRadio. Did y'all know y'all can listen to us on iHeart if you're not in Atlanta? And you don't get 1100 AM, no fret. Just go to the uh, iHeart app, download it, and you'll hear me, Michelle Taylor-Willis, at 4 PM every Wednesday. And also, Team Replay is a thing. You can also come on if you miss it.
0: Yep, so there's no excuses, guys. You can always
1: listen to it. No excuses. Every Monday, there's a brand new episode of According to Michelle on your favorite podcast platform so for those of you who say I can't find you I'm like I call BS
0: yeah it's it's almost impossible it's like
1: literally out. almost impossible
0: there's only one platform we're not on and it's just we can't it's YouTube so
1: oh, we're not on YouTube yeah. I mean we could I actually could like we could you if know, we wanted to so. stream to Facebook oh let me say hey, what's up Facebook how are you Instagram what's going on oh let me say let me give Instagram you know they wait for their shout outs <laughs> Ted Dawn is, I don't know, I hope that's right. I The handles, I yeah. always feel so bad because I don't know if I'm getting your handles right.
0: No, we gotta do a petition for real. Some of these some of these handles are just, I they're mean, either so off the wall it's hard to pronounce or you just can't just say like, it out loud.
1: You can't like that one guy, remember? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <sighs> What's up Ted, I am Keisha, Keisha Miles. How are you? Swingback 13, we know who that is. That's Dr. Bat from uh, Houston. Batman. The celebrity uh, chiropractor with the great book. Kinsey stands tall. Yes, Kinsey stands tall. How do you like that? For another little extra push, you didn't pay for that one. You're welcome. Swing back 13. What's up, Mind Body Soul ATL? What's up? I just met them at the event that I spoke at this morning, which I'm going to tell you guys all about. And I can't see I, I can't see Facebook viewers. I know there's people on Facebook, but I still think it's messed up that facebook does not allow us to see who's on like we used to be able to see
0: does it even give you a number or is it just say no
1: So you i can just see it. at the bottom there's viewers i mean i can see the number of viewers yeah but i who I can't is, see who itself. it is yeah and i think that that's unfair
0: yeah it is weird because you want to dress you want to know i want to be able to
1: say i give shout outs like i'm i literally give shout outs y'all know that people come on and if they don't get sh- like they dm me like you didn't see me <laughs> You didn't see me in there today? And I'm like...
0: This world of digital age, we've come to know and love, guys. Everybody's (laughs) like,
1: what's up, Jay West? How are you? Yeah. I feel like it's crazy. Okay. Do I sound hoarse?
0: Not until you said something. I didn't notice until you just said something.
1: And I know for all of y'all, before you start with the smart Alec comments, I know I have a deep, raspy voice. Anywho, I know that. I'm saying I'm a little hoarser than normal.
0: Okay, would you care to explain?
1: Yes, I would. This morning, I spoke at the Novotriant. Novaturient is a mental health nonprofit.
0: Oh, nice, okay. They
1: focus on providing options, resources, talks, all these things for people who have experienced trauma okay. at any age. So recovery kind of thing. Hey, Anjanette. And so they did their first annual mental health summit and they hired me to sit on the panel and miss georgia
2: mm.
1: uh excuse me miss usa that's what we're calling her <laughs> miss usa she was the uh she was the host moderator and she's okay. lovely which is why she's going to be miss usa and <laughs> georgia apparently has never had a miss usa you know what no yeah uh, like you knew that You're, i
0: feel like it would be something we talk about
1: you're five you wouldn't dude. even know how would you even know you weren't know, even like, born no
0: but you were born yesterday social media, like i have con- dude everything's at my fingertips like my generation would know like i'd know that jimmy carter is the only president we've had but i learned that not because a history book told you mean me. from oh, georgia yeah
1: oh, okay i thought you meant like ever i was like you know there's tons well, of well, other
0: personally he's guys. the only one that and we can talk about that okay later, but, nice
1: <laughs> okay so she would be the first woman from georgia but she's also black. Yeah, it's a huge plus. It's a huge plus.
0: No, it's just cool to see someone in that's, you know, because historically you don't see that a lot. So and it's she's just breaking barriers. And
1: she's intelligent and uh, and uh, charming and insightful.
0: She seems authentic. Is and true? she's
1: very authentic. She, yeah, she was great. I really enjoyed engaging with her. Oh. So the next Miss USA moderated it. And so I was speaking there. What's going on guys? How are you? Thanks for coming on. Um, so I was speaking there and then I left there and I went to Zernona Clayton's unveiling, the, uh-huh. her statue.
0: Oh, oh they they did that today. They did that today. Nice.
1: So then I went there and I was I wasn't speaking, but I was speaking because I was talking to everybody. Have a tendency to talk a lot. <laughs>
0: That ain't no problem. That ain't no ain't problem. No problem. We get things done around here.
1: So then I was talking there the whole time and the statue is dope.
0: Where is it located? Is it located on her uh, honorary street or you know what? A further away?
1: Let me tell you something. I don't even know my driver, Darren, at AP Epic at ATL. Shout out. If you need airport transfers, you need to get around the city, if you need anything anywhere in Atlanta, he'll take you outside of Atlanta. Yeah. He'll drive you to Canada if you want him to. Okay. Do you have to cross water to get taken to Canada? No, no. no. Okay, Okay. all right. So, yeah, he'll take you to Canada (laughs) if you want him to. So, my point is, I have no idea because I was on the phone and I just showed up at Zernona Clayton Park. Okay, cool. But she does, it would be cool if it's on her way because she has Zernona Clayton Way. Yeah, that would be dope. And it might be. And I probably should know. But I'm not sure because Epic ATL is so good.
0: You didn't have to look out the window. You didn't have to, you know. You I didn't even. I just was
1: like, I looked up and I was like in Wonderland. <laughs> so then I went and did that, which was awesome. If you don't know who Zernona Clayton knows, I say this all the time because she was on the cover of the magazine a year ago.
0: Yeah, she was. She looked good, too.
1: She's beautiful and she's adorable. Zernona Clayton was like Martin Luther King's right-hand woman. She is the mother of the civil rights movement. She is the reason we can go to hospitals. She helped integrate the hospitals.
0: Yeah, we don't talk about
1: that. Nobody's, she's not, why isn't she, like, why didn't I learn about her in school?
0: Well, you know, they don't talk about black history. Well, they talked
1: about Martin.
0: But who else did they talk about? I don't know. The, the anyway. Only, the only M's they brought up were Malcolm and Martin.
1: That's, fair enough.
0: That's it. She
1: is beautiful and a legend. She is. And let me tell you something. I was at the National um, Museum for African American History in D.C. last weekend, and I was going all through there. I was looking for Zerona. Now, I didn't see her. Okay. That doesn't mean she wasn't there because have you been to the National? It's literally like you could spend a week in that place and still miss something. Is that huge? That it's so, it's not just huge, it is packed with information.
0: Okay, so they They left no stone unturned. They,
1: well, I think they might have left their Oh, stone okay. Unturned. I see. Because I didn't see it. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's not there. I just didn't see it. But I feel like I shouldn't have to look for it. Like she should have been right there. I see what you mean. Anyway, she has a statue now and it's gorgeous and she's just adorable. Like she's so cute. I'm gonna show y'all follow me on my stories at Michelle Taylor Willis. You can see the pictures, you can see her statue, all that. Okay, so then I went there. So then Epic ATL, because Darren is amazing, <laughs> was waiting for me. And then we went to the South Metro Development Outlook Conference, which is founded by Michael Hightower, who owns the largest black-owned planning, project management and planning business firm in America.
0: Okay, I was, that's what I was waiting on. I was like Southeast region. <laughs> He's like, like, like oh, going.
1: in- There's South no wrong England. answer. There's no wrong
0: answer. I was just curious, how big are we talking, you know? Cause like everywhere, the <laughs> nation, the world, the universe, you know, cause there's, there's there are limits. Like where is,
1: where is, where is, where is, yeah. <laughs> but here, this is his 21st year. And I'm telling you, if you want to be in development, like anything in economics, politics, whatever, anywhere south of I-20, you have to be at this conference every year. I mean, Mayor Dickens was there; hey. he spoke. Um, you know, the uh, the guy over at the airport. That anybody who's anybody in the city of Atlanta or south. And I mean, they they just dump. They're just like, this is what's coming. This is what's coming. This is what we're doing. This. And Michael Hightower is the brain. It's his brainchild. He's been doing. There must have been. I started attending this conference eight years ago when I bought the magazine. Okay. Back then, there were probably six, seven hundred people in attendance. There had to be, had to be between a thousand and fifteen hundred people there. Had to be nice fifteen hundred. Like, it's huge. Like, it's crazy what he has done. And once again, I'm gonna say it again. If you have a dream, it is yours to be realized. Dreams are not like these cool things that happen in your head. <laughs> They're not.
0: No, I love how you put that, though. No, because Hightower
1: woke up one day and was like, you know that. what? We need to do something to make sure people know what's happening on the south side and encourage people to come down here and do it. Somebody probably said, that's stupid. Why would you do that?
0: Well, definitely more than one body, but yeah.
1: And 21 years later, this is one of the largest, most impactful conferences that happens in the state. Amazing. Okay, so then I went there and I was talking, blah, blah, blah. know, I was like, hey, Michelle, what's going on? I'm like, little girl, what's going on with you? I'm like, oh, I'm doing this, and I'm like, oh, I'm doing this. I'm about to go interview this really cool guy, Dr. Charles Moore. My um, radio show in a minute. I'm gonna be talking, but right now I'm here with you, so just keep everybody right in the moment. Just keeping right everybody <laughs> in the moment. And then I come here, so that's why I'm hoarse.
0: Okay, so yeah. starting from 8 a.m. to now, yeah, that's, I'll let you pass. That's a good reason. Yeah. Uh,
1: so I've been drinking tons of water, and I drank some tea, but you can hear him like, ur, 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 ur. I'm like, I'm <laughs> like, I sound like a little chihuahua. Ur, 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 ur.
0: Maybe not a chihuahua, maybe, yeah. you know, I, I don't know, chihuahuas just give me bad vibes, you
1: know? What? They're adorable. They're so well, adorable. not really. Think about it, Yo yeah. Quiero Taco Bell. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? T- yes, he, the dog actually. He's a, our the, producer and then Wayne, Wayne's like, yeah. The, the dog actually
0: are, passed, like, that was so like.
1: The Taco Bell dog died? Yes, you didn't know that? You heard it here first on Real <laughs> 1100 AM on According to Michelle?
0: Yes, guys, if you were living. Wait, you know,
1: when did he die? About a couple years ago, <gasps> he died two years ago. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, we lost a lot of great legends. What happened? Him and, then? Him and the bushes, big beans—they kind of went out around the. The,
1: the bushes, bush big beans, dog died. Be Stop! Stop! No playing. way, he did.
0: Stop playing right now.
1: Wait, roll that beautiful bean footage. Yes. Yeah. Can we play sad music on the break?
0: Don't no, don't get her no don't get her started no.
1: <laughs> did y'all know that Instagram, Facebook? <laughs> Real 1100 AM listeners, did y'all did you know he died? Yeah, I knew he died. Or or <laughs> it? so you know Wait, I'm not just it?
0: making this up. I'm so happy did I have you a third know? party.
1: Okay, in the spirit, we gotta take a break. I'm gonna take us to break on two of the most famous lines ever to live. Okay. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Whoa, that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Guys, we got a great show today. We got Dr. Charles Moore in the house creator and founder of Heal. He is an award winning physician, Harvard trained. That's what I'm talking about. Harvard. We're going to talk to him about his vision, what he's doing, how he's saving lives um, and how he's giving back, which, you know, somebody in his position doesn't have to do, but he's doing it. We got uh, senseless shenanigans coming up at five o'clock. We got Ask Michelle at 530. We got a great show. And if you touch anything, you're not going to hear all the wonderful things we got to say don't touch anything <laughs> we'll be right back with more according to the show right here on really love a.m stay tuned
2: michelle 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 take this one here for me
1: and my teacher all right all right all right all right all right <laughs> oh, <shoot>. bruh <laughs> I mean, that was when Kevin Hart was funny. <laughs> oh, that was,
0: that was, that was brutal. <laughs> you need to
1: stop. Kevin, I kid. I kid. But I am just going to say, I'm just going to go out on way First of all, welcome back to According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis. We are right here in studio, uh, Real 1100 AM, part of the Beasley Group. And I'll just let y'all know, Atlanta is the number two market. For the Beasley group I don't know what the number one market is But who cares uh, We're number one.
0: First is the worst Second is the best
1: No That's dumb Like Ricky Bobby mm. said If you ain't first you're last I'm with you Ricky Bobby uh, Hashtag Talladega nights
0: Keep that same energy Being first for everything ain't the best <laughs> Well fair know. enough So yeah If you ain't first you're last if Okay you If
1: you're not first you're last <laughs> New York It might be New York J West I don't know But anyway That's where we are Welcome iHeart listeners Thank you so much for tuning in, Team Replay is a Thing. Catch us on the podcast, according to Michelle, every Monday. If you didn't hear it now, you can hear it then. That was off the cuff. You see, I just pulled all that together. Noise. The show today is brought to you by Just J Fitness, where y'all make sure you check her out at Just J Wear on Instagram. That's J-A-I. She makes amazing clothing. We're not clothing for women. I'm still waiting for my, you know, specialized outfit with empty oh, okay. doves on the side
0: oh she's gonna get you a nice oh that's nice i don't know she's not i just put that oh, out there but... i feel like
1: you put stuff in the universe and it comes back to
0: you well this okay well this is different but i understand what you're coming from i understand
1: where i'm coming from that's it all right i'm excited about the show today um just so you guys know on march 30th i'm gonna be hosting and emceeing the heel benefit gala the 2023 inaugural heel in uh, a uh, heel benefit gala it is at the wimbish house in midtown atlanta there's a cocktail hour there's dinner there's live music there's silent and live auctions and i will be singing on the live music what i'm hosting and singing
0: okay don't play with me
1: i'm actually not oh. no i'm not but um i need you guys to go i need to see you in the house i mean like because you can then you can like see me live and touch me Appropriately.
0: Okay. Was, they can, they can like, reach out and touch handshakes. Reach hugs, out
1: and touch somebody's hand. That is an appropriate song for today's guest.
0: Hmm. Yes, Isn't it, is.
1: it? Do you even know that song? I don't. But yeah, works. exactly. Because he's two.
0: <laughs> but don't ask me a question you don't want the answer to. Okay.
1: So sh- Fair enough. Look, they got some big sponsors. AmeriGroup, Brian Poe & Associates, Emory University, which seems... Like it makes sense. Oh yeah, I read your bio already. <laughs> I know what you're doing, Emery, anyway. and good job for you, you digging in the company coffer. That's what you need to do. <laughs> All right, let me tell you guys a little bit about our guest, Dr. Charles Moore, and how I met him. So I was, I was actually hosting a Christmas party uh, for my dear friend and client Brian Poe, uh, the People's uh, Champ. Yes. Yeah, the man himself. The man himself. <laughs> and um, and so I noticed there was a woman. In the audience, uh, there's a woman in the audience when I was emceeing, and I can't—I think they were just laughing at all my jokes. <laughs> they stood out, and I was like, "Yo, let me tell you why I said stood out. It's a room full of 98 to 99 percent black people, okay. and there's a white couple over in the corner. Okay, and they seem like they're having a good old time. They're like that MTW. She is." She's good. And I was like, "Hey, it's Lois Lane in the back."
0: Oh my gosh. Lois did, Lane. No well, she's super cute.
1: That. I did. And she laughed. She was like, she laughed. And then I noticed there was a guy standing next to her. And I was like, "And she brought Clark Kent." <laughs> What's amazing is that her husband used to act. Oh, <laughs> so wow. People's like, "I could have played Superman." That's know.
0: actually. <laughs> shout out to your husband. Um, On that one.
1: But I know, right? So, but our name is Pam. And um, she proceeded to tell me about this event. She is uh, on the board, right? Committee. Uh, the committee for this <laughs> event for the Heal, Healing Community Center. She's like, we've got this coming up. You know, we'd love to have you out. And I said, listen, like, let the magazine support this. We want to donate a half-page ad to this event and see if yeah, we okay. can sell some, t- sell some tickets, all these things. And, um, you know, and so they talked about having me host it. And I was like, look, Pam, you should come on the radio and promote it. She's like, I'll come. But really, who you need to talk to is Dr. Charles Moore. Can you hear my voice cracking?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, me, the, me, eff- me, it's me. the effort, though. I love it. It's the effort.
1: Um, and have him come on because he's the founder of the center. It's his vision. All of this really, you know, is, is his doing. And I was like, all right, that's fine. Okay, yeah, but Pam, you need to come. Because I'm like, you know, Lois Lane in I house like, me, really? Doesn't get any better than that. So she's like, I'm bringing Dr. Moore. And then when I went and I started researching Dr. Moore, I was like, oh, <laughs> I see why she wants Dr. Moore in the house. So uh, let me just tell you a little bit about Dr. Moore. So he received a Bachelor of Science from Union College and his medical degree from Harvard Medical School. Mm. Right. He subsequently completed residency training in otolaryngology. Oh, are you?
3: Very good. Am I killing it over <laughs> here? I'm killing it.
1: And just for those, <laughs> you know, if you don't know, that is ENT.
3: Right. <laughs> oh, I'm killing it again. Oh Y'all don't
1: even know. I was a doctor in my former life and I play one on T V. Okay. Head and neck surgery and he fellowship trained in cranio maxiofascial close. No, it's fine. <laughs> We're skipping over it. No. Cranial base.
0: Humble yourself.
1: <laughs> Humble yourself. <laughs> okay. All right, say the word. Is it myofascial? No.
3: It's not myo. Cranial maxillofacial.
1: Maxillofacial. You always yeah. have trouble with
0: that one. I have a nowhere face Nowhere
3: close. Nowhere <laughs> facial.
1: How about nowhere facial?
0: Nowhere.
1: Okay, that's cranial base, facial plastic, and reconstructive surgery at the University of Michigan. Do you know what that means? Like for real talk. You get in an accident, your face is mauled. Okay. You see him. Am I right or wrong? You're right. right. (laughs) I'm killing it (laughs) over here. I just want y'all to see how amazing this guy is and what he's doing with his talents. Okay, I'm going to keep going. He's a professor at Emory University Mm -hmm. and chief of service in the department of otolaryngology. That's right. I said it twice. Not a fluke. (laughs) Head and neck surgery at Grady Health System. If you get shot in Atlanta, where do you want to go to the hospital?
0: Well, I don't want to get shot in any if you situation. Do, if
1: you do, there's one hospital you want to go to. That's Grady. Okay. It's a level five trauma center. You want to be at Grady. Something like that happens. And guess who you That's might no. see when you get there? Well, I don't know.
0: Well, well I hope I, at this point... <laughs>
1: I, can I get your number afterwards? I know, but Dr. Right? Moore, I'm
0: coming in hot. I'm <laughs> coming <I> need, in <laughs> hot. I need, Anytime.
1: I need you and only you. <laughs> Dr. Moore has a long-standing and profound commitment to the training and development of learners from all backgrounds. His research focus has been in the investigation of factors involved in health care disparity, with a particular focus on head and neck cancer incidents in medically underserved communities. He's the president and founder of Health Education Assessment and Leadership. That's HEAL. The organization began in 2004 as a traveling educational resources, uh, educational resource. And he did this literally in his car, like out of the back of his car. He was providing health care to people out of his car, like in underserved communities. Man. What do you do when you drive around? I Listen, I ask people if they want Jolly Ranchers. I'm like y'all need a Jolly Rancher? I got you.
0: Well, look, at least you showed up with something. That's better than me. So. He's
1: providing medical care, and guess what? You don't have no money, no problem.
0: Oh, you're just like that, huh?
1: Am I right or wrong?
0: No, you're you're right. You're right. Okay,
3: he's listening.
1: Right. Like I I I am <laughs> I am amazing. <laughs> all right, let me script through this. All right, so uh, all right, so the center is free. The center that he founded is free, and it's affordable. And they have four locations which provide general adult medical care, pediatric medical care, specialty medical care, dental services, as well as mental health services for the uninsured and disadvantaged. All right. So he's a recipient of the American Medical Association Foundation Pride in Profession Excellence in Medicine Award the 2011 Gold Foundation Award for Humanism in Medicine, and the 2015 Jerome C. Goldstein, M.D., Public Service Award, awarded from the National Academy of (sighs) Otolaryngology. I don't want to say that word anymore. makes me nervous.
0: (laughs) Are we tired of it now?
1: (laughs) He's the recipient of the Healthcare Georgia Foundation Award and the Zenith Award for Community Activism from the City of Atlanta and the Rollins School of Public Health. Goizetta Business School, Martin Luther King Community Service Award recipient. The Goizetta is Emory's Business School, okay. right?
0: Yes, that's right. <laughs>
1: I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still right. You
0: haven't missed yet.
1: Jeez. Except for the Maxio 5. Uh, no, that's close. Okay, it, that, all right.
0: That's good. No, no, it's the effort that counts.
1: It's all. E, e for effort. Uh, He's a Robert Wood Johnson Foundation clinical scholar and he received the Thomas Jefferson Award from Emory University for his distinguished leadership to the Emory and Atlanta community. He also received the National Medical Fellowship Excellence in Medical Education Award and the AMA Benjamin Rush Community Service Award. Oh, God, I'm tired. Can we take a break, please? I just need some water. (laughs) I mean... This man is highly decorated. He's an expert in his field. He's literally amazing. And he provides free health care and employs other physicians that outside of his specialty, dental.
0: Yeah, that's impressive.
1: Adult, pediatric. I mean, like, that's what he does with, with his time. Welcome to the show, Dr. Charles. More, everybody. This is...
3: Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. I'm going to
1: just turn the camera around to you right now. And um, I think I have... I mean, I've spoken enough. Like, I don't know. I I don't know what else to... Uh, You're amazing.
3: Well, thank you. That's that's very kind of you.
1: And so humble.
3: It's a nice trait.
0: I love it.
1: (laughs) And so humble. People, you're getting claps on... (laughs) I mean, seriously, like the fact that you do this is—I—I I, I just think. So, are you—are you actually still—are you um, practicing surgery at Grady? I mean, are I you am, operating? I,
3: am, I, I operated this morning and then came. Let me here see your right hands.
1: Do they have blood on them?
0: No, no
3: blood.
1: Okay. I uh, yeah, I think he takes his job. Okay, you, okay. all to, right. <laughs>
0: um, make sure he stays <laughs> sterilizes well.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> uses gloves. Yeah, oh, wow. absolutely,
0: <laughs> absolutely.
1: So, you were in the OR this morning. Right, right. And what Do you mind telling us what it was, what you did?
3: Sure. So it was a thyroid cancer case. Um, so we removed uh, this patient's thyroid cancer. Uh, everything went well. And then I came on over here afterwards to spend some time with you. And, and thank you again for,
0: for having me on.
1: Uh, you're welcome no thank you for coming
0: see we just ran into a real-life superhero and no a real life <laughs> Kenneth, do you want to
1: wear my Wonder Woman shirt? we can turn it up and be Wonder Man okay, okay. We, that work? Yeah. I'm not um, sorry quick, Clark okay. Kent <laughs> sorry we got to take you um, all right so I just want to I want to back up because I think well I believe that like servants are born and you're clearly a servant and you're uh, brilliant but you're truly a servant leader. I mean, you're a leader in your field, right? But you take all of that back and you you give your expertise away. Was that, I mean, did your parents do that? Like what, how did, what?
3: Sure. So, yeah, my parents who were, um, You know, ninety two and ninety three and doing great. Oh god, are they still married? Yes they are. They've been married now for seventy two years. It's not impossible.
0: I just want to say it here for
3: Seventy
1: Two Years. Right. That's almost as my mom is seventy-six. Right. Your parents have been married almost as long as my mom has been alive. Right. Jeez, okay.
3: And um, but you know, they raised all of us to you know, if you see an issue or you see a problem, if there's something you can do about it, then you need to step in and do something. And so it's always been difficult for me and, and my siblings to just turn our backs to anything. Um, How
1: many siblings? How many brothers and sisters do uh, you
3: have? One brother and two sisters, all older.
1: Okay. Are they in the medical field as well?
3: Um, in various ways, yes. Uh, my oldest sister was a uh, um, caseworker in a psychiatric Institution. Wow. Okay. Um, My brother is an IT at a hospital, (laughs) (laughs) and my other sister um, was a a also um, case case manager for uh, disabled individuals.
1: Got it. Okay. So yeah, they're like, you be the doctor, you handle that. We'll take care of. We'll take care of all the ancillary services. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry.
3: Yeah. So you know, they they always my parents taught us that um, you know you need to step in. You you need to do the right thing. And when you see somebody that's hurting or you see some way that you can help them, then you need to step up and do that and give a, you know, a, a hand up.
1: So what did you think you were going to be when you were a kid? Did you want to always be a doctor?
3: Yeah, you know, according to my parents, I think at age three, I said I was going to be a doctor and um, I pursued that. And they're, they're really indulgent. My my father used to work construction and He would like leave a splinter in his finger all day long, so that when he come home in the evening, I can pretend to operate on him. Oh
1: my gosh, that's
0: dude! That's a different type of parenting. That's like that's nine hundred level commitment. I love it. And my my mother would.
3: I would have my own toilet paper rolls that I could pretend to bandage her arms and her legs while she was reading the paper.
1: <laughs> Are you serious?
3: Yeah, they're, they're very indulgent. So
0: they were but all in for it, though. Absolutely, absolutely. Awesome.
3: And any opportunity that they found, um, they would, anywhere, if you talked to my mother for five minutes, she would tell someone that I was going to be a doctor. And if there was an opportunity to get me exposure, because no one else was in the, you know, a physician. Um, She made it. (laughs) She made an opportunity for me to to um, shadow people, to learn more about that. Both of my parents did.
1: What did did your mom do?
3: My mother was a nurse's aide the majority of the time. And as I said, my father was construction. And then actually. um, they had the foresight to know, you know, because medical school is very expensive. Yeah. Yes, it is. They um, really did two jobs the majority of their life because none of us had any loans or anything to make sure you don't
1: have any, no, me, even for med school.
3: No, no, no loans at all. Did you get parents. like scholarships or? I did get some, but you know, Harvard isn't cheap. Well, and, you think? <laughs> yeah, they go fast. I mean, Harvard's <laughs> not cheap for
1: undergrad. I can't. Right. Im- I mean, medical school.
3: Right. Right, so they, I mean, they're wonderful people, and they said that they didn't want any of their children to start out their life in debt, and so they were going to do whatever it took to make sure that we were positioned in the best possible way. And, you know, and that's partly, I think, why all of us, all my siblings, make sure to, to do something for someone else.
0: Mm.
1: He's not real. <laughs> He's not real. Your parents aren't real. None of this is wow. real. I mean, my <laughs> like, parents aren't real. <laughs> I mean, this sounds like it sounds like a fairy tale.
0: Yeah, but a good one.
1: A great, well, most fairy tales are, aren't they? The nah, but some
0: are hard to believe. This one's, be- I like see Snow why White. it's not believe. Yeah, that's okay. not believable. Fair enough. But this, it's like, it's unbelievable, but I love to hear it.
1: I, yeah, this is amazing. Sidebar, do you know Zwade Marshall? Yes. Yeah, that's my, well, he's a very, very dear friend of mine, but. Wow when I was in, um, I set up practices, mm-hmm. but I, set, I helped him set up his practice down really? in Fayetteville.
2: Oh, that's great. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Do mm-hmm. you guys?
3: Re- Not, no, when we have met, I think, once or twice at some events.
1: Okay, you should definitely know him, but he went to Harvard. He went okay. to Harvard Medical School. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. brilliant, like yourself, but you guys should definitely be connected and I'll make sure yeah, I reestablish like that. that. He's like that. amazing, yeah, he's like amazing. Um, shout out Zwade. yeah, everybody, everybody knows Dr. Marshall. I pulled him into all of my, <laughs> all of my little groups. Um, okay, so, all right, so we know where, where you get this wrong. So you know you're going to be, did you know you wanted to go to Harvard?
3: You know, um, no, honestly, when I was uh, choosing medical schools, I, um, there was a physician that I met, um, uh, a, a black woman at um, one of the um, locations that my mother had arranged for me to shadow, and <laughs> and Super she said, model. she told me, she said, you know, you can go to any medical school that you choose and you're going to be accepted to probably all of them. But you should go to the one that you feel would be the best for you, where you feel most comfortable. She said, don't think about the cost. But I was thinking, well, you know, my parents are going to be paying this and 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 they had three other kids that they were putting through school right right and at one point all of us were in school at the same time at various levels and um so i talked with my parents and they said no you know you don't worry about that your job is to study get good grades and then get out and and i asked my father like like why are you doing this and he said you know i hope that one day You'll be able to do something for someone like me, somebody who's just works hard every day and um, just trying to do the best they can for their family. And so I I really try to take that seriously. I always have, and um, they're just they're wonderful people.
1: I'm okay. I'm not often speechless. We got to take a quick break here, uh, and when we come back, it'll be five o'clock. Time for senseless shenanigans. I am not often speechless. You guys know this, but if you're just coming in. We've got Dr. Charles Moore in the house, uh, Harvard, medically trained. He's a professor at Emory. He is a trauma surgeon at uh, Grady right now. He was actually in surgery this morning, saving somebody from cancer. He performed thyroid cancer surgery. You removed the cancerous thyroid, right? Right. Like we have a real superhero in the house. And this dude, with all of his talents and money and expertise, opens up a center, four of them that serve underprivileged communities adults you know seniors kids everybody at for free it costs like nothing you can go and be healthy and his parents are amazing and he's amazing And we come back we're going to talk about the 2023 inaugural heal benefit gala healing that's the community center that he founded to make sure that all of y'all are taken care of we come back we're going to talk more to dr charles moore on the according to michelle show with michelle taylor willis we got senseless shenanigans at five o'clock at 5 30 you can call in 404-603-8770 and talk to him directly don't touch anything we'll be right back with more according to michelle on real 1100 am michelle
0: take
1: this one here for me and my all right, guys, welcome back to According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM in beautiful Almost Buckhead, Atlanta. I guess it's West midtown Almost
0: Buckhead. Almost
1: Atlanta. Buckhead, Atlanta. That's where we are. I Heart listeners, thank you for listening and welcome. Welcome to all the new Facebook, people that popped in and Instagram. If you're just joining us, we have Dr. Charles Moore in the house. Award winning surgeon. Neck, cranial reconstructive surgery cancer i mean this morning he just to tell you how your day can go
0: yeah
1: you can start out the day like what am i gonna do today you know what i think i'm gonna remove somebody's cancerous thyroid i'm gonna start with that and then i'm gonna get even better and show up on the according to michelle show
0: Man, look, what, do you have a flight to Hawaii after this? <laughs> is, yeah. Everything's only going, go. <laughs> only going
1: up. It's only getting better from here. Thank you so much for being on the show today. We're talking to him on um, the Healing Community Center, which is a uh, four locations, actually, that provide dental, medical services to you know, those in need, those that don't have insured, the uninsured, the underinsured can go there and get dental services, medical services, all of that. And the inaugural gala that's happening on Thursday, March 30th at 6 30 at the Wimbush Center in Midtown, where they're gonna raise funds for the center. Join me. I will be there actually hosting. I look forward to seeing all of you guys there. All right, it is the top of the hour, which means it's time for Sismission again. Yeah.
0: What is up, y'all? Happy Wednesday. Um, we were all young before, right? You're still young. i um, yeah. You're two. But, I mean, you seriously. Know, I'm at the age now where I don't do this anymore. Um, what? We've all played a nice, harmless game of Ding Dong Ditch,
1: maybe. Wait, Ding Dong Ditch? I don't...
0: Are, are you not familiar with how the rules go in the game?
1: Ding Dong Ditch? I've never even heard of that. what y'all just make that... What happened to Red Light, Green Light?
0: No, Did... Not familiar with that. Duck, no, Duck, I... Goose? Oh, of co- come on now. Everyone knows Duck, Duck, Goose.
1: What's Ditch... Ditch double ditch. Wait. wait. <laughs> ditch Sorry. double
0: ditch. So it's in the category of you know I, you could say duck duck goose, but this has more of an external uh, factor. It's where kids run around in their local neighborhood, ring on doorbells, and instead of waiting for someone to come and open the door, they just run away. So that's the term oh. ding dong ditch. Ding
1: dong ditch. Okay. Yeah.
0: So ding dong ditch. You just out of there.
1: All right. Did you do do that?
0: I did it once or twice.
1: After you toilet papered the house? Nah,
0: no, no, I no. Didn't, I didn't damage any properties now. I'm not well, going right. to put myself in that category. Sure you no. didn't. Go for it. No, so Ding Dong Ditch is one of those low-level, harmless things. You know, it, if you got the right sense of humor on the right day, you'll laugh. I guess these two Texas men were not in the mode to play. Um, allegedly, they were charged with chasing down a teenager and holding them at gunpoint for a g- game of Ding Dong Ditch. Yeah. Who did this? Two Texas men. Not not Florida men. You happy about that?
1: Yeah, I'm glad it's not Florida men. Yeah,
0: I try my best to stay away from that topic. I know it's, uh, I know it's touchy. Please. Um, yes, police say it was a group of teenagers running around the neighborhood in Nash Avenue ringing doorbells and running away. Um, however, at one point, one of the teens fell behind. So I guess he was just, I guess he went to a further house than everybody else, uh, you know, just to get the extra ding dong in yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he ran down to the house, did his normal thing as he was running out of the no, parking lot, front front driveway, a man sees what he's doing and just bolts right after him. As this man bolts after him, another grown man comes from either the garage or the side door and also proceeds to chase him down. Uh-huh. So it's just these two grown men. It, they say it looked like a movie uh, scene from Rush Hour. Just, <laughs> just trying to catch. Tackling. Well, yeah, they were stumbling and falling all over each other. The, the guys apparently seemed drunk, but they did catch up to the teenager eventually. And yeah, they threatened him and all the good things. But police got involved. The men were locked up. It, they, the men were locked up for Yeah, it's a, funny how it started. It well, this that's is interesting. like a, it's a story to start, guys. Like if you just be cool, things don't have to happen. Like right. it was a harmless game of ding dong ditch. Now these guys are facing charges with a fifty thousand dollar bond.
1: Are you serious? <laughs> yes. But the but the ding dong ditcher is fine. Well he's a minor. So how, that, how old was he?
0: They're not disclosing age, but they said the group age range was between 14 to 16.
1: Okay, I have a couple questions as I always do every okay. every 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 week. Yes, yes. What did the ding dog ding dong ditcher look like? Hmm.
0: You know what? They didn't since he's a minor, they're not going to disclose that information.
1: I feel like some this is something that happens in rich neighborhoods. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't say yes. a rich neighborhoods. Nobody in the hood is well, playing Ding dong ditch.
0: Well, yeah, obviously it's certain. Yeah, you
3: don't am play I r- that game, Doctor
1: Moore. Am I right or wrong? Come on.
3: <laughs> well, I, I don't know how to answer that, but I would say
0: that you're probably
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> Statistically, yeah, you're I not mean, just really, going. I mean,
1: really, you see, I mean, come on.
0: Wherever Bear County is in Texas,
1: <laughs> B E A R County.
0: Well, add an X in between the A, the E, and a B E X A R. Bixar. I'm just, see, if I said that, I'd sound crazy. So I'm just assuming that X is silent.
1: Wait, don't. Oh, gosh. So much is wrong. There's a lot of things wrong. that are
0: silent. Here, I'm looking it up right oh now. Oh my gosh. On the map. Let's that, see. You can't
1: just make a letter silent because you think it should be.
0: Okay, well from now on, I will pronounce every letter that like, say pterodactyl correctly. Pterodactyl. Per-
1: Thank you. How crazy
0: do you sound right now?
1: Okay, um, so the men, that. so the men are being charged. Yes. And the kids are off scot free.
0: Yes. It looks like it's a small town right outside of Houston about maybe 45 minutes out.
1: Yeah. The, those, yes, those are suburbans. Oh, Subur-
0: Close to Austin, Texas. So yes, definitely suburbs. Austin, that's
1: where Dr. Bat is. Hey, nice. Yeah. Well, All not right.
0: nice for that. Uh, watch out, Batman. But well,
1: fair enough. All <laughs> right, thank you, Jarrell, for so the moral of the story is Moral of the story is... Don't chase kids playing ding-dong ditch.
0: Uh, yeah, don't chase anyone, I guess, without, you know, real intent. Because it's not like they were damaging, like you said, the toilet paper. That's different. That's damage of property. But, like, a ding-dong and a run, I could get over that. I mean
1: People need... No, you know what? These kids need to stay off of people's property. Like, That's what it's go. Going. That's what. Like, yes. First, we you tell the kids to, to stay
0: inside. Now they need No, to they outside. don't need to. <laughs> no,
1: you don't. No, don't come. You need to stay. This is my space. It's like Dirty Dancing. This is my space. That's your space. Okay. You don't need to be ding dong nothing on my property. I
0: think, honestly, I'll put it like this, right? The pandemic put kids back so much when it was just, like, educational and then physical. I'm happy just to see them going out doing something that involves, like, running and, and critical thinking.
1: Spoken <laughs> like a two-year-old. All right. Yes, thank you, Jarrell. I appreciate Thank you. That's been our – that's enough for senseless. You are senseless. You're Amen. the senseless shenanigan today. Hey, you guys
0: heard it first. <laughs> yeah. 509 on the dot, Wednesday, March 8th, 2023.
1: <laughs> he is the senseless shenanigan. What's up, Pink Sky Boutique? If you guys are just tuning in, to according to Michelle, we've got Dr. Charles Moore in the house, an award winning um, trauma surgeon. Um, he specializes in a lot of different things, but otolaryngology is the base of it all. He does reconstructive surgery. He can save your life, literally. He saved somebody's life this morning. And we actually had a question pop up, Anjanette underscore F wanted to ask uh, about a deviated septum. Okay, what do you want to know about it? I guess, can you fix deviated septums? Yes, we can. That sounds like up here, yeah.
3: A deviated septum is that bone and cartilage that's in the middle of your nose that separates one nostril from the other. And um, it's not necessary to repair that or fix it surgically unless it's causing some kind of blockage or some other issue. But that can be fixed if it's just the septum alone you can do a a simple incision inside of the nose so it won't change the way your nose looks at all Um, but then straighten out that that cartilage so that you're able to breathe better through your nose
1: so right because if you can't breathe like that's people actually that's the cause for sleep apnea sometimes right and
3: it can be part of that yes
1: and we all know sleep is important
3: absolutely that whole
1: sleep when i die thing is a farce you should sleep while you're alive. Right. It's a thing. There's How dare you problem. tell
0: me to take care of my body? <laughs> 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 I refuse. I refuse to
1: do it. So there you go. So if now, because do you, you don't have a prac- practice where you do, I mean, so I, a private practice where no, like.
3: I, you know, I, I practice at Grady. Right. Uh, is one practice and then okay. at the healing community. And then at so
1: healing. Okay. So if Anjanette wants to come see you mm-hmm. for you to fix her deviated septum, what mm-hmm. should she do?
3: She actually could come to either location, and I'd be happy to evaluate her and and see if if that's needed or if there are other um, types of therapeutic measures that would would be better suited for her.
1: There you go, Anjanette. You heard it right here on According to Michelle. All right, awesome. Thank you for taking that. All right, so let's talk about the Healing Community Center. And so I kind of want to take the step by step, and here's why, because there are a lot of people— who want to make a difference they want to do things and they don't know how right and so you'll you'll hear people speak or they'll be like you just got to get out there and do it and you you go and you find a way and you know but and that sounds great but like what is like what were the steps to you deciding okay this is what I want to do and this is how I'm actually going to do it right
3: sure so for me, I, I can't say that there was that I had a definite plan initially, but you know how it happened is after I finished my training and I came down to um, Atlanta, started working at Grady, and I saw all these patients coming in with these huge head and neck cancers. So cancers like we were talking about of your thyroid or of your throat and the, of their tongue and their mouth and.
1: What causes that? Is that smoking? Is that
3: tobacco use is a big culprit there? Also alcohol. Abuse can um, exacerbate that. And also we're finding now that HPV can play a role for some uh, oral pharyngeal lesions as well. Really? Right.
1: Sidebar, Mm -hmm. talk to me a little bit about cigar smoking.
3: All of it's tobacco use. So I, I wouldn't recommend any of that. So cigarettes, tobacco, marijuana, hookah, all of that
1: because cigar smokers are like you're not inhaling it it's the purest form of tobacco you know there's studies that have been published with you know the the link between nicotine and um and the effect it has on the on neurons and mm-hmm. actually increase you know all of this mm-hmm. and so but cigar but, smoking right, is it
3: still gets in your mouth yeah. and you know a lot of the a lot of the cancers that are occur in the ear, nose, and throat realm are something called squamous cell cancer, specific type of cancer. And in the buccal region, region the area inside of your mouth is, is a place where you can find a lot of cancers or from your tongue or your lip. And so cigars, cigarettes, all of it um, can increase your risk for, for getting those types of cancers. Look, you can't say hookah too loud. You may start a riot in this city. I know, right? <laughs>
1: hookah's, like, really, really bad, isn't it? Like, it is. hookah's, like...
3: It is, and they put all kinds of things in it, as, as you know. Um, so, all of it should be avoided.
1: Okay, one more sidebar question. I'm asking for a friend. Um, so, <laughs> so, hookah specifically, like, if somebody does it, like, maybe once or twice a year, like, not a lot.
3: So... I don't recommend that you do it at all. Okay, that's ever. enough of you. <laughs> right, oh my god! Let's just keep moving. Let's
1: move on. Oh my let's god. move on. I, I mean, listen, I'm not a hookah person. But I know tons of. I mean, I have smoked hookah before. I'm not saying I. I don't. You know, it's not a thing for We're me. human. Yeah. But I've always wondered that because you know, um, you know, there's like it's amazing to me how many hookah places there are in Atlanta. Right. I mean, like it's hookah everywhere, and I'm like, I read somewhere where like smoking hookah for an hour is like the equivalent of 35 packs of cigarettes. Or I mean, I'm something exaggerating. Right. But it's, it's insane. Right. It it's like so bad. It's right. so, 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 so bad. Right. And it's like, I mean, it, it, like in Atlanta, it's like... Everywhere. It's everywhere. It's in every spot. Hookah and loud music. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so I just wanted you to speak on that. And sure. cigars, ugh. All right. Moving, moving on. All right. As you were.
3: Sure. So, you know, I came down after my training and saw all these patients with these huge cancers and a lot of them were so large that all I could do is just stop what we we're doing in clinic, race up to the OR and try to control their airway so that they could breathe, I put in a trach and then, um, you know, I go about my business. Then it happened again. And I started telling myself, you know, somebody needs to do something about this. And I go about my business and it would happen again. And after a while of seeing that happen, I thought, well, you know, maybe that person should be me. And, you know, I didn't really know what I could do, but I knew I needed to do something. So I looked to see where my patients were coming from. I just picked the top three zip codes, got in my car and started driving to the areas to see what was going on. And wow. when I was there, I still felt I needed to do more. I was seeing a lot of things. Lot so you're of,
1: literally, so you drive to the, you, you just, you just pull up like at Walmart?
3: Right. right. I pulled the bus stations, would talk to people. And to
1: Did people think just, you were crazy? No, you know. Nobody was like, no. oh gosh, here we go, Atlanta. No,
3: they were not. They were happy to talk to me and just you know I didn't tell them who I was I was just, just sitting down and talking to them and talking about the issues and things that were there because you know I didn't really know what I could do at that point but yeah. I felt I needed to do something sure and after doing that for a while I thought well I'm a head and neck cancer guy I can do head and neck cancer talks so I started going to um, churches community centers doing head and neck cancer talks and I thought you know I need to do more than just the talks. It's great to get that information, but there's so many people out there that don't have access to care right. that I needed to do something. Sure. So, I just bought some supplies, um, loaded up the back of my Subaru and started driving of to... Of course he
1: drives a Subaru. I mean, <laughs> it's like the philanthropic car of choice.
3: <laughs> but they are great cars. They're very functional. You don't have to do much And stuff. they have huge trunks. <laughs> right. To they put do. all your medical supplies in. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I tried to focus really on non-traditional places. So I went under bridges, um, still did some traditional places. And one of my patients, um, it's just kind of an aside, she came to me and saw me at Grady and she said, Hey, you're the doctor that likes to help people. Right. And I, (laughs) I said, well, I think most like to help people. She said, no, you don't understand. There is a group of folks that I know that really need your help, but they'll never come here. Mm. And she said, you know, it's in a crack house Mm -hmm. and um, I want you to really think about coming there. And I didn't feel I could tell her no.
1: Mm.
3: You know, um, I didn't necessarily think I was going to do that, but I didn't feel I could tell her no. But Mm -hmm. she did a phenomenal job. And when I went there, she had... Kind of cleaned it all out, so I was stepping over all kinds of things, but there was no drug activity at the time. And the folks that were there were so grateful. So you
1: were in the crack house?
3: Right. Yes.
1: Were you nervous?
3: Oh, beyond belief. Really? (laughs) But, you know, I I knew from speaking with her that she was so sincere and um, that I couldn't tell her no. So I needed to go. And I I went there several times. Really? Right. Were they ever
1: doing drugs when you got there?
3: No, never doing drugs while I was there. I don't know what she did, but she was able to. (laughs) She was like, all right, all right, time out. (laughs) And then later, as I continued to grow, I was able to meet more people, folks that are really in the nooks and crannies in Atlanta and work with them. Because, you know. They're better equipped than I am to necessarily go into certain locations, but they can help me get access to people. So part of what we do at the Healing Community Center is partner with organizations, partner with people, partner with small kind of grassroots organizations that are doing good work mm-hmm. because together we can really make a big difference. Right. So I did that for a while out of the back of my car and then um, got uh, a, a grant um and got this mobile unit okay so
1: you applied for a grant right so what did you you had i guess at that point established a nonprofit.
3: no okay
1: all right
2: (laughs) okay you got the grant all right that's all we need to know
3: yeah you know at at that point i um honestly didn't tell a lot of people what i was doing because i made the mistake of telling the wrong person
1: Mm. and
3: that person said you know if their words were, if those people, people needed your help, they'd come to you. I'm like, no, you don't get it. Right. You know, they can't come. They don't have transportation. They don't have money. They don't feel comfortable in this setting, but they need help. And it was important that I figure out a way to do that. So I, for a while I didn't tell anyone. I was just kind of doing this sure. on my own. Sure. And then um, gradually I realized that more could be done if I brought in other colleagues. And so we started to do that, started to tell other people that would be supportive of this, and they started coming along also. And then we grew from to the mobile unit, to uh, uh, kind of in a um, community service organization, some uh, closets with you know the pipes with water dripping down on us. And then we then we became a full fledged non profit. Um, had a clinic in Georgia does a great thing that um, Georgia volunteer Healthcare program that if you provide care for folks free of charge they'll cover your medical liability right and so we're able to do that and um, and then we're able to hire a physician assistant and you can hire um, advanced um, practitioners to to work and still have that covered Mm. then a few years later we made that transition to a federal qualified health care center so we get. Some and then at
1: this point, you're in a building. Correct. We're okay, got building. it. And how did you? Okay, well, actually, we had to take a quick break because mm-hmm. I want to talk about how you got the building. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, if you're just tuning in, we've got Dr. Charles Moore. He is the founder of the Healing Community Center, um, four locations around the city that focus on providing medical and dental services for um, underserved communities. He is a, a, a head neck cancer guy. And he just saved a life this morning, just saying. And I'm not being dramatic. He said it when he came in. I'm right, right?
3: You are right.
1: <laughs> I, love when, I love it when I do that to them. Um, and so he's talking to us. Uh, they've got a big, big benefit. The inaugural uh, healing, <laughs> heal benefit. Kayla, I'm laughing at myself, I know. it's gonna be on Thursday, March 30th. They need your help. They need your help to be able um, to, to provide these services for people who can't provide them for themselves. This guy's Harvard medically trained. He is an expert. He could be doing lots of different things with his time. And instead, he decides to serve his community and we can help them. When we come back, we'll let him finish the story about how he was able to do this, talk a little bit about the gala, and how you can get involved right here on The According to Michelle Show with Michelle Taylor Willis on Real 1100. AM, don't touch anything. We'll be right back with Ask Michelle.
2: Michelle. Michelle. Michelle,
0: kick
1: this one here for me and my welcome back to According to Michelle. It is 5:30 on Real 1100 AM. We've got Dr. Yes, Charles Moore in the house, a physician, a surgeon, a lifesaver, a life changer, a philanthropist, superhero, a servant leader. And finally, a a superhero.
0: I'm not going to let that bar, like, that's no, we're not going to get past that. He is, is absolutely. He's a superhero.
1: He's a superhero. He's like, I'm not wearing my cape today. I just don't like to be flashy.
0: Well, you know, the incredible is heroes shouldn't wear capes.
1: Look at you, Disney baby.
0: Oh, yeah, all the way. (laughs) All the way to the max unfortunately too it's look like, at
1: you you disney baby so it's 5 30 guys that means you can call in and talk to anybody in the studio today 404-603-8770 if you want to join me at the gala on thursday march 30th you can do that go to healing slash gala and buy tickets don't just show up and be like oh michelle told me to come Mm-mm. i'm gonna be like i don't I've never seen them before in my life. (laughs) I don't even have a radio show. They're making it up.
0: So one of those things wouldn't be accurate. Well,
1: I just am proving a point. (laughs) And the good news is they're like, I mean, they're going to sell this thing out. We still have another three weeks left in the month. And tickets are going fast. They're going to sell out. So if you want to come, if you want to be, this is the inaugural event. That means it's the first one. This is history making. So if you want to be a part of history, you wanna donate, you wanna help continue to, to, uh, to be a part of changing somebody's life, then you wanna meet me on Thursday, March 30th at the Wimbish Center in Midtown. All right, so when we left, I was asking you about how you actually acquired the building. You know, you went for mobile, excuse me. Um, and now, you know, you have a building and you have locations. So how did you sure. how did you get to that building?
3: So we, we lease our space, okay. and um, we have it's done by different ways in different locations. So we have two school-based health clinics also. So we have um, health centers within schools at Hollis Innovation Academy as well as Miles Elementary.
1: And those and are where in the city?
3: They're in West Atlanta. Okay. And what's great about those is that um, kids can come to school get the medical care that they need not miss school parents Mm. don't have to miss work wow and then often you know in a lot of our communities if one child is sick then other kids may stay out with them at home and or the parents and this way everyone can come everyone can stay healthy there's increased seat time there's ways to engage the whole family so you know health is kind of um, pervasive throughout
1: and this is, so this is through APS. Yes. How did you strike the deal to be able to go into a school? Because you can't, I mean, you don't just say like, hey, I'm going to put a medical center in your school. And they're like, okay.
3: No, you know, so there are a number of school-based health centers in Georgia. Okay. And we were able to connect with the folks to help us get that established because you're right, it wasn't easy. Yeah. And.
1: And it should be. I mean,
3: no, it's embarrassing. I was not. You know. Yeah. And there, there are different things in, in each one. For example, one of them we're able to see adults as well. And in order to do that, you have to have a separate door from That's the outside. That's right. Yeah. So, and that makes sense. Yeah. You don't want adults
0: that you
1: don't absolutely know through the schools. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going. To, I'm just here for my doctor's appointment, <laughs> Principal.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> not Principal Johnson. No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so we have um, two school-based health centers, and then. Um, uh, we are, Our current location is 3915 Cascade Road, and it's a beautiful facility um, uh, where we provide, as you said, um, comprehensive care, primary care, pediatrics, um, women's health care. Um, soon there will be uh, ophthalmology services and cardiology oh, wow. services. Wow. Um, we um, have always consistently, ENT is a... Is a I mean, stable, clearly, Of yeah. course. <laughs> um, and we're, uh, as you mentioned also, free and affordable, meaning that with or without insurance, no one is ever turned away. Um, but, you know, I get my care there. It's, it's phenomenal care. People really take time. And the whole point of the Healing Community Center um, was to provide everything that somebody needs, hopefully in one location, so that they can take the next step. Hmm. So physical, mental, um, all kinds of things. We, we do a number of programs. For example, we do a walking program. We partner with, with uh, folks every Saturday, and you can also um, join us online. So it's a hybrid model, but we walk at the Lionel Hampton Beecher Trail on um, just off of ML King uh, at nine o'clock on Saturday. So come and join us. We, uh, you know, you get a short health Topic, and then people from the community come out, share what they know, and then it's a lot of fun. We go Is that, on a one to two I'm
1: mile. sorry, no, no, please, finish, finish. we go
3: on a, like a one to two mile walk, depending on what people want to do.
1: Is that the same rock, walk that Roger Bruce does, Representative Roger Bruce? Because he does a walk, and he'll be like, "You need to come out here and walk with us," and I'm like, "I'm, I'm not no.
3: sure about that. I'm, I'm not sure." But okay. He might use that trail. But he has to <laughs> no, no, I'm not. No, <laughs> I'm
1: gonna stay right here on this Saturday morning in my bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you
3: can join us
0: uh,
1: by, uh, uh, no. by your phone. No, I'm just listening. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, the way you put it, like makes me want to be there. You know. <laughs> I know it does sound
1: pleasant. Everything he sounds says sounds pleasant. Yes. You know. Um, Very elegant.
0: Such a distinguished gentleman. I appreciate
1: I am, uh, was in surgery this morning. <laughs> I uh, removed a cancerous thyroid, and. Uh, Yes, these are the hands I
0: used. No. And it's, no, and it's so great. Don't let my generation, like, it, this is why it takes so long to be a doctor, and I respect it, because you let, like, a 23-year-old, yeah, they have all the certifications and all the cool things, but we're going to hop on Instagram Live right after the surgery is done. And, and I can see it now. Like, yeah, guys, we in the back getting everything done. I know, done. right? Yeah, yeah. Y'all got it this. you the lighting.
1: Y'all, this, my hand looks dark on the side.
0: Like, oh, my goodness. It'd be... Don't get me wrong, great cause, but I can see the problem.
1: Yeah, I could go left real quick. Um, so so me, as an mm-hmm. insured person, I mean, I have insurance, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I can come Absolutely. and use my insurance.
3: Absolutely. And, and honestly, many times with most insurances, it'll be cheaper for the person to go there as well. Um, so you get comprehensive care and... and um, our providers really care about folks so they'll spend the time that you need
1: well okay so i know you're ent and Mm -hmm. you don't technically you know you're not pcp you're not Mm -hmm. you know a general practitioner but Mm -hmm. what if i'm like i want you to do my you know i want you to be my fp so you're like do you have a problem with your nose if not, no. <laughs> yeah.
3: When I first started, I was doing kind of. Everything so you're telling around.
1: me no, I don't need don't don't give nope. me the long drawn out answer. If no's the answer, Doc, just say no, Michelle. I will not be your primary care provider.
3: I will connect you with the people that will give you the best care possible. It's not a no. <laughs> no. That is
0: a no. <laughs> it's not a no. It's still directed through him. You wouldn't have found them without him. So it's a referral. <laughs> well, I say
1: that honestly because I haven't, um, you know, ever since my PCP moved some years back, I literally have just been going to, you know, Obigani and they do sure. everything. But sure. I'm like, I need sure. to get back to just the PCP, right? Sure. And so, I mean, Cascade's not, far. I mean, you're down in SoFu, right. you know. Um, so I'm thinking, like, well, maybe I'll go there and Doctor, let Dr. You, Moore. But, I mean.
3: You, per, you love our providers. Honestly,
1: really my, all my ENT stuff is perfect. Except so.
3: for that hoarseness that you have from this morning. Right.
1: Oh, he's trying to... Oh. oh, man, he's on it. This low-key shame. He's like, well, everything's... That's what's valid. happening? My voice... You brought is, it up first. I've <laughs> been talking a lot, doctor. But
3: you are doing great things because you said you're drinking a lot of water. And I drink really tons of water. Of,
0: that's one of the best things you can do.
1: I stay very well hydrated. Man, so and hot like, tea. So
0: not Kool-Aid or soda, nothing like that. No, I'm no, just messing so with that. you, of course. <laughs> raw honey,
1: I take raw honey, and it's unfiltered, unpasteurized form.
3: And that can be helpful.
1: He's like, girl, if you don't get your butt in this, in this <laughs> you don't, comprehensive you don't center, you're drowning yourself
0: in water right now. <laughs>
1: <if> you, <laughs> all right, so so let's talk about this event because we really want people to show up Absolutely. for you, and I think it's great that you know we've got the full page ad in So Food Lifestyle Magazine um, this month, but honoring Dr. Poe is huge. Um, but I just think, uh, first of all, I'm glad you guys are doing it. So, congratulations on this inaugural event. But what are you? What are you trying to accomplish with the gala? Why are you doing it?
3: So, a lot of things. You know, it's a celebration for all that we've been able to accomplish. But most importantly, it'll help raise funds to take care of folks that don't have the ability or um, to to get access to care. A major part of everything we will raise will go for transportation transportation is a huge right. issue
1: people can't get there
3: absolutely yeah you know and folks say well there are buses that run there but if you have a child or two trying to get on a bus and then making all of those connections yeah, maneuver through the city is not right. easy. and you know it, it just doesn't work well mm-hmm. so you know a significant portion of this will go for transportation the other portions will go for care For our patients, okay. Mm.
0: And with the transportation side, is it like you guys are going to be having uh, designated vehicles or uh, buses? uh... So we we have in the past used Uber
1: and um, you know
3: gotten folks direct transportation that way. And
1: you pay, you cover it, right? And and these funds will help. Wow, we have
3: done that, and we also have given people Marta cards, nice. um, You know whatever it needs, however we need to try to help folks to get to get the care that they need that's what we want to do
0: I like that it's not very um one-centered based. like you have to get in this bus at this time to go you know like a lot of times you
1: see it's and it's a lot of coordinating I've known people who to your point who've owned you know like Mm -hmm. the medical transportation Mm -hmm. and it's it's a it's a hard model to sustain right right you know it's a hard model to sustain so I love that yeah uber and I mean Makes sense. Yeah, literally. Right. I mean, it makes sense. Right. So, what is the? Is there a dollar goal? Was there a dollar amount that?
3: Well, you know, I would love. (laughs) It's like I'm just letting you guys know, (laughs) disclaimer. You know, I, I, you know, I would love for us to reach the hundred thousand. I knew you were gonna
1: say that. I knew you were gonna say that. Um,
3: you know, whatever we get, all of it will go for the care of folks in some form or fashion. So whatever people are able to contribute we would welcome um and as you said you know they can contribute for this event which we'd love and and continue to contribute after that and then you know i would also hope that folks would just think about what they can do in their communities Mm. Um, even if it's not necessarily with the healing community center you can do something to help somebody somewhere that's right and um, you know take that extra effort just to do that
1: that's right. And now there's gonna be a live auction and silent auctions. Can, yes. Do you have do we know what some of the items are that we're gonna be auctioning off?
3: Um, Pam may be able to help us a bit. Pam more with that. we
1: have trips. Trips, like okay. trips to where specifically. <laughs> asking me for a friend. Well we we have one where um if you trip down the Mississippi. Trip down the Mississippi. So we've got Okay, yeah, self-guided trip down the Mississippi. Good luck with that one, guys. That doesn't
0: even sound (laughs) funny. Good luck with that one, guys. That is hilarious.
1: Um, Yeah, let's bring you into this, Mike. Yeah,
2: Yeah, that works, yeah. So there'll be a trip down the Mississippi with a personal guide. We have trips to um, Charleston, New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans. Yeah, so it's it's a variety of packages you can bid on. We also have some really fun items, some artwork. From some local artists. Ah, wh- um, who?
1: Anybody here?
2: Um, Kelly Fowler okay. is a local artist and she's donated um, a large painting and oh. a smaller print. And that's okay. beautiful. Um, we also have some pottery, we have some sports um, jerseys. Um, watches, I mean, Ooh. a variety. So there's kind of all price points. Yeah. So something for everybody. Awesome. And we are still looking for donations. Are you really? Yes, definitely. So huh. if anybody is able to donate, maybe they have a vacation home um, or maybe they're an artist that can donate. I know or somebody, jewelry.
1: you know what? Um, Maceo Rogers. Maceo is the director of economic development for the city of East Point. But he is a phenomenal artist he has beautiful artwork he might be and especially since this is in sofu it's down on C- cascade road he might actually be interested in donating a piece i'll connect you with
2: him that'd be great that'd
1: be dope but he does have great
2: phenomenal. artwork or if somebody know, you know visits a restaurant or owns a restaurant we would love gift cards
1: gift cards to restaurants to okay. restaurants. we know we got to let Delapo know uh dilapo that he's an executive producer he produce, does movies film stuff like that he owns two restaurants here havana and blue lagoon yeah all right so we can we could probably help you find some of that too i think we talked about oh, that actually yeah. now that i'm I'm like, wait, we talked about this already, didn't we? Yeah. Okay. okay. But Wonderful. now everybody's hearing it. Millions yeah. and millions of people right now, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it
2: all. Thank you.
1: All right. Awesome. That's good. All right, guys. We got to take one final break. We got Dr. Charles Moore, the founder of the Healing Community Center. They've got their inaugural uh, gala coming up on. Thursday, March 30th. I will be there. I expect to see all of you in the house. When we come back, we'll get the socials, the website again, how you can help, how you can contribute. These are opportunities to really change lives. All we got to do is execute. One dollar can make a difference. Don't touch anything. When we come back, we're going to seal this thing up. More according to Michelle on the backside of this break. Michelle. Michelle.
0: Michelle,
1: kick this one here for me and my teacher. I was like, "Where's the music?" But I forgot I turned my mic. off. My my headphones down. So I'm like, "Wait, are we blank?" It was like dead air. No, it was just me. Didn't I? What's up, guys? Well, it's time to close out another episode of According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis here on Real 1100 AM, the best talk radio in all of the land. We have had the pleasure of talking to Doctor Charles Moore, the founder of the Healing Community Centers. They've got a huge gala coming up on Thursday, March 30th, their inaugural gala where they're raising funds specifically for transportation and taking care of the uninsured and underinsured at their different centers here in Atlanta. And we actually just learned that two of those centers are actually in school. So there's the pediatric piece to this whole thing, or part of the pediatric piece to this whole thing. I would love to see you guys at this event. If you want to Grab tickets, you can at healingcommunitycenter.org slash gala. Grab tickets, they're 175 or $250. There's a live auction, there'll be food, live auction, drinks, um, cocktails, which drinks and cocktails are probably the same thing. And I hear that the host is hot.
0: Smoking hot.
1: Not biased by the way. I mean, listen, I don't know her, so I can't say. But I mean, like, I, th- I mean, like, great smile you know her voice is very much intact
0: you're going off what you heard pretty much. I'm going off
1: what I'm heard what I heard I don't you know I don't know for sure all right (laughs) Dr. Moore it has absolutely been a pleasure to have you in Um, tell everybody how they can follow you how they can donate how they can get involved you said you just want everybody to help each other I mean how do they do that but how do we support you how do we support your vision your dream
3: Sure. Well, you know, thank you again for having me on your show today. It's, it's really been phenomenal and a lot of fun. <laughs> um, you know, you can contact our center at um, hccatlanta.org or our number is 404-564-7749. Uh, I'm also on um, some social media uh, sites. You can uh, find me at, at Dr. Charles Moore. Um, and again, uh, Anytime you see me around town, if you come out to our walking program on Saturday, we would I'd love to see you. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to see you at the event, at, at the gala. Um, you know, just come on up to me. I, any way that I can help um, to help you do what you're trying to do, um, that's what I want to do.
1: Wow. Wow. We're real, real quick, I know we've got to close this thing up, but I just want to ask you this cancer piece because, mm-hmm. like, literally over the last four weeks, three of... My people have died from cancer. I was at three funerals this within the last four weeks. All cancer.
3: So sorry to hear that.
1: Thank you. I wish cancer would get cancer. Literally. But is there anything that you can offer? Like you've already said, stay away from tobacco, right? Mm -hmm. But is there anything that you can say environmentally speaking Mm -hmm. or, you know, food Mm -hmm. or, Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe, I guess physiologically, like, Is there a way to stop this thing? Like, I I mean, cancer just seems like it's like it's worsening, like it's not getting better. Like,
3: you know, I I think the best thing that we can all do is focus on prevention, eating healthy, exercise, um, avoiding, if you can, environmental toxins, you know, often we don't have a choice where we live and the the things that are surrounding us, but try to control what you can control. Um, See a physician, see some type of provider that can can check you out on a regular basis. Don't be afraid. Um, Feel really empowered to speak up for yourself. And if someone isn't answering the questions the way that you need them to answer, those questions, mm-hmm. find somebody, go somebody will. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, absolutely. And that's the key, you know, staying ahead of things, finding out early so that you can have a lot of options for what you want to do.
1: Right. Prevention is the key. Absolutely. Prevention I said that a lot, key. even too, with like mental health, you know, we go and we see a doctor mm-hmm. once a year, right, for preventive. Yeah. We see the dentist twice a month, preventively. We'll see anybody preventively to make sure our, our brains are in working order, right? I mean right. like and that's how these mental health challenges creep up on us. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm going to therapy. Oh, what happened? Nothing. I'm trying to make sure something doesn't happen. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's our community like, right? Oh my God, so, why? Right. You know everybody so needs someone to talk to
1: everybody needs somebody to talk to and use their voice. Because mine's intact, even though the good doctor thinks it's not. You I know, I'm never going to gonna let you. can't give me an inch. I'm taking <laughs> I, the whole mile. I'm taking it. the whole mile. Thank you again <laughs> so much. Thank, thank you, everybody, for tuning you. in to another episode of According to Michelle here on Real 1100 Radio with Michelle Taylor-Willis. You can find me Thursday, March 30th. I will be at the Heal event. I'm so excited about it. I can't wait. This Sunday, I'll be at the Diamond Ball Gala with our friend Akila Love be raising some funds there. I'm excited. I know. I'm excited about that. And again, I can't wait. May 11th is opening night for Never Play With a Woman's Heart, my first leading role in a stage play. I am going to break hearts. Opposite of what you shouldn't do. If in that's the title. goal, then
0: girl, you better get it. Okay, you I better, better do it. it. I'm
1: gonna destroy <laughs> that. You do it. You I'm better do it going, the right way. I'm gonna destroy it. I'm <laughs> gonna destroy. It. I want to
0: see grown man tears. I don't want to see that acting stuff. Okay? No, I, I no, I, I am like
1: you. Don't even want to start with me in terms of my sincerity and my craft. Find me there, Mayla. Yes. Southwest Arts Center. If you want tickets, follow me on socials, at Michelle Taylor Willis on just about everything. We're here every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Download the VTV network, and you see, according to Michelle, we interview amazing people on that platform. We have had an amazing show today. Make sure you follow Dr. Charles Moore. I will see you guys on the 30th right now. I am out.